Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. At whatever time you may view this particular video, I am your host, Darshawn McAway. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to this broadcast. Listen, we're going to get it. We're going to get it going. We're going to get it going. Success is up to you. Listen, we've been talking about this for a long time, a long time. And a lot of you guys know a little bit of my story. Many of you are new. Most of you are just watching a journey, but most importantly, a lot of you are taking notes and some of you are just purely entertained by the, the sheer fact that, I don't know, I'm just on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram just doing my thing. But let's get right into it. Listen, a, a lot of times what gives me the uh, accreditation, if you will, and the representation is that I have successfully written relationship books and I have successfully done business in certain industries and aspects of my life in order to be able to successfully talk about what successful uh, is in my perception, what success is in the world, and simply what success should mean to you. So let's get into it just a little bit, just a little bit of my history. First and foremost, I am none other than the author of the book, Girlfriend Versus Wife Duties. This book was published in 2012. So if you don't have a copy of this book, shame on you. But if you do have a copy of it, feel free to keep on telling people about the good news that's inside that book. What's inside that book? That book simply tells you about the independence that men and women go through before they even think about getting into a relationship, before they even think about getting into a marriage, before they even ponder about whether they should have children or not. It's six, uh, six chapters. I consider it a spark note. I speak from the standpoint of I'm speaking to an adult. I'm speaking to a person who already knows what they want, who's already been doing their own thing. However, have you ever thought about when two people come together to be one, what that's truly like when it comes to the family dynamics and what happens between that girlfriend, boyfriend phase of your life? Now, another book that's very important, and this book is simply for the men, but women can read it too. It's called Say Hello to Me. This book came out in the year 2010. This book is a bestseller. It's been a bestseller since 2010 up until now. So if you don't have a copy of it, then shame on you because you're missing out. Now, many of you know that <clears throat> you know how to be successful for yourself. So if you're already successful, then this message isn't for you. But success is up to you. It's up to you to make that decision for yourself. So in this particular book right here, I don't teach you how to be a better person for the world. I teach you and talk to you about being a better person for yourself. How do you catch up on what you feel uncomfortable with? What makes you happy? What makes you sad? What discourages you? What encourages you? What's your wardrobe like? What's your personal appearance? So this really is a reflection upon yourself. Now, I always speak from experience. So if you read this book, it's going to seem like I'm talking to you because it was made for you from me to you. OK, so that's a part of my accreditation when it comes to the business aspect of life and also the relationships. But for those of you who are truly interested in trying to figure out how to become a business person, how to write books, how to write best selling books, why don't you go ahead and mosey on over to barnesandnobles.com and they'll show you some of my best selling books on their website. We have I Will Find My Way Home, which is a poetry book, Anaya's Adventures, which is a children's uh, series, a true poet unknown until now. 
You Can Trust Me, which is an erotica romance novel. Of course, they have girlfriend versus wife duties. Here's one of my authors, Xavier Thomas. It's Just Us. That's a collection of poetry. That's one of his first books. Do You Mind If? Over 170,000 sold. That's actually one of my very first books that I ever came out with as a poetry book. And of course, once again, we're going to talk about Say Hello to Me, which is on their website. Four Seasons, which is a romance erotica book. Yes, I still look like that today with just a little budge under my navel just a little bit <laughs> but um anaya's trip to the rainbow which is one of my very first best-selling children's books that came out in the year 2015 2016 um to kick things off so so that's who i am so when you guys are trying to figure out <clears throat> what's going on that's the aspect in which i'm speaking from let's do this let's put that light on me what happened to the sun the sun just came in and ruined it it was nice and bright up in here all right. So we're going to talk about success and how it's up to you to make it happen for yourself. We're going to go ahead and stop sharing the screen just in case we click on something that's uh, totally inappropriate. <clears throat> All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's get into it. My name is Darshan McAway. We did the introduction. We talked about the business ac acumen. We talked about the relationship acumen. I am married over six years. I have a child. She's uh, six years old. So six for six. Right one-on-one and in this aspect a lot of times what i used to hear about relationships what i used to hear about business it used to discourage me because i wasn't for sure which direction to go in one of the first things i thought about first was business right i wasn't thinking about relationships when i first got into the world because i was thinking about well it seems as if i have to make money in order to take care of myself in order to survive so i need to figure out what it is that i want to do and how long am, am I going to do it? Now, most of the time when you're like in your teenage years, you're just in high school, middle school, having fun, uh, college, if you will. You just kind of just you just, just gliding through. Right. Just kind of just doing your own part. But at some point you start to realize that, hey, um, maybe I need to kind of hone in on what it is that I'm, I'm really trying to do for myself. And why is that so important to me? You know. OK, so once you figure that out, you start saying, OK, well, how do I become better at this? Right. Um, how do I become the best? Or some of you are thinking, like, well, how do I just get through? I'm just trying to get through the end of the day. I'm just trying to make it happen for myself. I'm not trying to become the CEO of no company. I'm not trying to take over to be president, vice president, etc. I'm just trying to find out how do I make money for myself? And then when I do make the money, what do I do with the money? Right. So that was me. I was trying to figure out, OK, well, how do I just do this and do my best at it? And once I start to figure out that I know how to do my best because I'm putting in the best foot forward, I'm doing my best efforts. I started to realize that, hey, maybe I might want to look into this industry, because if I can do this so effortlessly and I'm very confident and I'm excited to be here for the next day, then maybe I might want to start a company like this. So what happened for me was I started looking into starting a business and I was like, well, OK, what's the whole point of starting a business? What's the whole, you know, inside, upside, pros and cons? You know, what's the what's the deal? And what happened for me at the time that it happened was roughly about 18. What was happening for me was my mind started to research the infrastructure of things. And once I started looking at the infrastructure of things, it divvied over into the infrastructure of relationships, talking to people, communication, just the structure, the foundation in which things are started and finished. So when I was looking into business 
it's like my mind had opened up to simply how to start a business infrastructure. And I started to realize that, okay, I don't necessarily want to have a whole bunch of employees. Although when you're coming up in the world, people tell you start a business, not knowing that you got to put in certain rules and certain community guidelines and mission statements within your company because you're going to bring in other people who are supposed to be there to support the company and keep it going to bring in financial revenue. So I understood that responsibility, but that's something that I just totally was unattractive to. I just didn't want to do it. I was like, ah, that's just too much. But at that particular time, the way my brain was functioning, it was functioning as a brick and mortar location, need to have employees. I need to implement these rules. And I also understood the downside and which would happen when it came to starting a business. So boom, fast forward, start the business, get it going. And I just start realizing like, this is something that I don't want to do. Not like this. I want to start a business, but I don't want so many people in my pocket as to where I'm always kicking out. Taxes are like tripled and doubled. Like it's just all kind of crazy stuff. I just don't want to deal with it. So after a while, when you start a company, you start looking into something else to find out like, okay, what's my exit plan? What am I going to do next? I see that this is working, but I don't really want it to continue doing it. So what am I going to do next after this? So <clears throat> just in a nutshell, real quickly, I just started looking into different things and figuring out, okay, how do I start a business where it's just me or where if it's just a product or just, you know, it's, I'm just getting paid a royalty or whatever the case may be. And I had, I had understood that from books, but I didn't really understand just the total business side of it. So I did develop a business before I started writing books. I came back to what was more appropriate for me and easy and more passionate, started a publishing company, started writing my own books. And then I figured out, okay, I can get paid a royalty off of this, but I have to give these books so much momentum that they're going to bring money in for me without me always talking about it or without me mentioning it. It's just, they're just selling on their own. So I figured that out for myself. I figured out how to do the manufacturing and distribution. The books ended up working out well for me over 35, uh, 35 books out on the market. Well, roughly 35 books out on the market. And, uh, a lot of those books are bestsellers from you saw from the, uh, from the shared screen or whatnot. Right. We'll, we'll just bring up another one. This is one of the best-selling books right here. Definitely the bestseller. So as that was happening for me, I started to realize that, okay, this is the type of business infrastructure, right? Hint, infrastructure that I want to have. Let me continue to keep on doing this and start it in different aspects of my life, different industries, shoes, condoms, cologne, all these different things to where uh, the foundation is set up. All I have to do is tell you guys where to go. So a prime example, go to balancecologne.com. The cologne's on there. You see it, order it. Boom. It's money in my pocket just like that. So I started doing things like that and I started to realize, okay, I got the business aspect of my life pretty much solid. I know what I want to do. I know how to keep a lot of people out of my pocket. Now, what about my relationship aspect? What about the relationships in my life, given it be family, 
personal relationships, work relationships, uh, business, business partnerships, stuff like that. How do I make those things simple? Right. How do I make it simple? Because that's what I was all about. How do I make things simple for myself? Because I'm not trying to become a, a trillionaire. At the time, I wasn't trying to become a billionaire. I was just trying to make some good money for myself and to have suitable relationships in my life to where I'm not always stressed out. No one's always um, badgering me and just, you know, just making my life difficult. How do I keep myself feeling good, looking good and staying healthy? Right. That was that was important to me. So once I started to figure that out, I said, you know what? I got this success thing. Success is totally up to me. It's, it's totally how I see the world. It's, it's, it's my view, my perception. It's just that I have to include other people in it because I can't make the money myself. And literally, I can't make it myself because that's considered illegal. So how do I, how do, I do this and bring people in, but not bring them in to where they're always sitting in my pocket? Or how do I bring them into a relationship with me without them knowing every aspect of my life or everything there is to know about me? So once I figured that out, <clears throat> I started saying, you know what? I'm going to get into motivational speaking. I'm going to I'm going to tell this message to the world. So if you this dates back a few years ago, if you guys ever realized I was doing motivational speaking I honed in on my speech. I figured out what my message was. I got myself together. And then I started to realize that people were going to do what they wanted to do anyway. And it was a waste of my time to speak to people who already felt like they had a handle on life and that what I was saying wasn't a benefit to their life. So I pulled back. I pulled back for several reasons. I pulled back for the simple reason that I couldn't tell someone who lost a child or a family member that they really cared about how to motivate them through that trauma. I figured out that maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm not as successful as I think I am to the world. I'm just successful to myself. So I pulled away from the industry. I got out of uh, motivational speaking. I just say, you know what? I'm just going to live my life. And I'm going to live my life what's best for me. So a lot of times when I talk about success, I be wanting you guys to understand and know where you are in your life, because wherever you are, given that time and that moment, that's where you're supposed to be until things change for you. And that's something a lot of people don't understand. You are exactly where you're supposed to be until it changes for you. Just recently, we went from two different living situations. Well, that's where we were supposed to be until it changed. And that's that's an acceptance from people that's very hard to rationalize with. You have to love yourself. You have to be in tune to who you are. You have to take care of yourself to the best of your ability. You have to really be in love with yourself on the, on the basis of not infatuation, but just being confident in who you are and where you are until things change for you. And when it changes for you, which is going to happen overnight, you acknowledge it to yourself that I'm in a better position. I'm in a better aspect of my life. And this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I deserve, whether it be good or bad, exactly what's happening to you in that exact moment. 
That's what's supposed to be happening. So whether you're listening to something, whether you're doing a broadcast at work in a car accident, whatever the case may be, that's unfortunate. But that's where you're supposed to be. And that's what's supposed to be happening to you. So what I started to realize was from that aspect, excuse me, from that aspect, I started to realize, like, you know what? I can only talk about success so much because so many different people will view it a certain type of way. So I started telling the world, hey, I'm successful. Listen, my life is my life is situated. I'm living it for me. I'm my measuring stick. I'm my guideline. I can't base it off what the world thinks of me. I can't base it off of what you think of me. I can't base it off of how many Lamborghinis you want to have or how many houses that I don't have. Or You can't base it off of that. You have to really go for what you know and understand that, hey, this aspect of my life is for me. So whatever amount of money you have, whatever amount of material things that you have, that's up to you. If people want to have 25 houses and, and, and 35 commercial buildings and 17 Lamborghinis and Range Rovers, that's that's up to them because they have to be the ones to accept that responsibility and be accountable for what they're trying to do with their lives. And they have to take care of those things. So a lot of times it's not that I discourage people from bragging and boasting. It's just that that's exactly where you are for that meantime. But what happens when it changes? Right. What happens when it changes for the bad or when it changes for the good? Now. Hopefully the intent is that it changes for the good and you elevate, you take a step up. So if you had one car, maybe you get two, but you, you know, you need to. A lot of times when we see these celebrities or influence, if you will, or people that are even in our families that are doing well, it's not that you're cheering for their downfall. He goes like, hey, take care of yourself because one day it's going to change for you. You're not going to always be on top. And the reason why people say that is because it's the inevitable we're going to have to age out, unfortunately, 70, 80, 90, 100 years old. You, you're just not into the things that you were into. You know, roughly when I'm probably about 90 or 100 years old, I probably won't be talking like this or doing anything like this. Hopefully I'll be in my right mind. I would love to see myself talking and being as youthful as I am when I'm in my 90s or even 100. I mean, my great grandma, my great great grandma, she's lively. She's 100 years old. So I do have hope. And seeing that made me understand that I'm going to live for a long time because I listened to what she said. And a lot of times you have to remove yourself from the world in order to keep your happiness, in order to keep your peace and to keep your health. You got to take care of yourself because that's what's important. So when you see the title of this stream, you go success is up to you. It is your choice to be happy, your choice to be sad, discouraged, disgruntled, uh, on a rampage, doing whatever you want, doing God knows whatever you're thinking in your mind, that's totally up to you. So the success aspect is the aspect I place uh, in, in the sort of happiness. I place success with happiness because when you achieve something, you are happy that you did it. And that is a success milestone. Okay. So a lot of times when we get into these places where we're thinking that oh, I'm doing it wrong or someone's telling you that you're doing it wrong. In actuality, if you woke up today and you got up out of your house or even if you're in your house, but you're moving towards it, you're doing it right. You're trying to figure out how to become more than what you are. And you're looking at your current circumstance and you're saying to yourself, hey, 
this could be better than this. And this is going to change for me one day. I know that it is. I know that this is going to change for me. Success. The sex is up to you. Uh, your health is up to you. Your, your whole aspect of how you view your life is totally up to you because you're the only one that has to deal with yourself, right? You're the only one that has to look in the mirror. You are the one that have to make the changes for yourself. So a lot of times what was happening for me was I was trying to pin and pit my my happiness or my success or my business acumen on other people when I then realized that, okay, it's up to me to do it. And I have to figure out a way to make people believe. So what was happening for me? I started doing a lot of research on figuring out, okay, how do I do this? How do I get people to believe that I do have a substantial product and that I do know what I'm talking about. It's just that I'm not in the position to where they are. So how do I convince them, if you will, that I'm a good investment, meaning I'm a person that you should do business with. I'm the person that, hey, although I'm not where you are and the protocol is different, I'm approaching you. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. How do I get into this position with you guys? So a lot of times what I started to find out was, there were so many people just simply being bougie about the aspect of, hey, this is what this is my position. I work at this company and it came off as if if you're not popular, if you're not a well-known brand, if you're not a person of influence before you even get to them, it's like tough luck, kid. And that was something that totally would throw me off because I was trying to figure out, okay, how do I become the person that you need to know about? And that's something that a lot of people don't tell you. And I'm here to tell you right now, the way you become something that people don't know about is putting in the money to market your product, putting in the money to market yourself, putting out articles, doing newsletters, like really putting yourself in front of the commercial media, if you will, to the masses so that when those bigger companies, they do find out about your product, they end up reaching out to you. As a prime example, uh, we had published a picture of Anaya's adventure shoe and a Walmart buyer supplier, if you will, reached out and say, Hey, are you interested in putting that book inside the store? I mean, putting that shoe inside the store. And we were like, uh, possibly, you know, possibly we're not really too for sure, but possibly. So we were like, you know, possibly. But we declined on the offer because, you know, there are so many rules and stipulations to return and merchandise that I just didn't feel comfortable with uh, with with doing it that way. So a lot of times uh, what I found out was you have to put money behind your product. Um, some people get extremely lucky in today's time and they go viral. And there's a whole bunch of people that, uh, you know, cater to the product, go to the website, go to the social media, support it, pay you the money, you ship it off and then you're good to go. So a lot of this stuff of what we're doing, we can do it without these big box retail companies. It's just that you have to be patient, if you will, when it comes to being successful, because the success that you're looking for when it comes to materialistic things, you don't want it to be snatched away from you so quickly. And it happens all the time. A lot of people aren't necessarily ready for the success that they're striving for, but they want it 
because they seen other people do it. They prejudge other people by saying, well, this person isn't beautiful like me, handsome. This person is out of shape. This person don't feel like they deserve. Like you start putting up these rules and guidelines and these weird barriers on people that you don't know, not understanding what their struggle was, not understanding what their research was, what their study, their education, their persistence, and to become more for themselves so they can be successful. So a lot of times I had to pull myself back because that's what I was doing. I was judging people. I was saying, well, if you can do this, I can do it. Well, it technically is that true. It's true for yourself. But when you get into it, you start to realize that, oh, this is a lot more over my head than I thought. And that's why we had turned down the offer with Walmart to put the shoes inside the store because it came with a different type of uh, stipulation. It wasn't something as to where they were saying, hey, Darshan, we want to license this from you and we'll take care of everything. Then I would say, go ahead. They wanted us to supply to the stores. And that's a whole different beast in itself. So a lot of times when you guys are thinking about becoming a product and getting inside these stores, it depends on what you're negotiating. So now you have to learn how to negotiate on the level of, hey, what are you guys capable of as a business? And here's what I'm capable of as a business. How can we mesh the two together? And then you'll soon find out that some people, they want to do business with you and some people don't. They say, hey, that's not the area that we want to go in. So again, I just wanted to get on here and make sure that I let you guys know that success is up to you. And how you view it is solely up to you. How you plan on doing it is all up to you. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with your family. It has everything to do with what type of mouthpiece can you develop for yourself? What kind of product can you develop that has quality and substance? What kind of life do you want to have for yourself? And when people start to see that, they'll start going to your websites. They'll start saying, hey, let me go buy me another bottle of Balanced Cologne. They'll start to say, hey, let me go to DarshanMcAway.com and go ahead and check out and see what's the latest thing he has out. They say, you know what? Let me listen to something inspirational. Let me go to wildpodcast.me and check out what they have over there. Hey, you know what? I heard Darshan mention something about they were giving out free face masks. So go to childhelpmask.com and let me see what he's talking about, you know, because Darshan is always talking about make it easy for yourself to get paid. Why? Why does he say that? Because he thinks about it all the time because it's happening for him all the time. So if, he, if it's happening for him and he's putting in the work, then maybe it could happen for me. Just maybe. So if that's the case, you know what? Let me go ahead and support him. Let me send some money to him through cash out. What he said his cash out was dollar sign one plan. Why is it one plan? Because he has one plan to do it right. Because we're doing it right. And you guys have to understand that. Now, I put these words in there because this is something that I say all the time. You're doing it right. You're going to have so many people telling you how much you're doing it wrong. Where are the people like me that are telling you that you're doing it right? Those people are hard to find because those people will tell you. Right. Those people will tell you, you make life hard for yourself. But then I say, hey, life isn't hard. People make it hard for you. And why do I say people make it hard for you? Because people don't believe in you. When they know that that's what this life is about. This life is believing in each other. You know, so with that being said, you know, life is short. Live it how you see fit. 
We want to thank the stream sponsor, balancecologne.com. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You guys are listening to wildpodcast.me. We'll see you guys until the next time. Peace.